and your savings and your chickens and your savings. Young millionaires and trainers and trainers. Young millionaires and trainers. For another episode of the Young Millionaire and Training Podcast. As always, I'm so super appreciative of all of you all being here with me, listening to it. I'm loving how the listener count is growing, so make sure you're sharing this with your friends. Speaking of which, make sure to subscribe to us on Apple or Spotify, Google, Audible, wherever you may be listening. Make sure you leave a rating and some feedback for me as well. It just helps to keep pushing it up to the top, so I appreciate you all once again. So, normally we do, if you use it, you should own it. So, that's also a little bit why it's a a bit late or a bit later than it normally is because I try to get those out on Monday. However, as I was thinking about it and looking at if you use it, you should own it, I realized that there was actually a little bit more pressing issue that I probably needed to give you all. So we will get back to the if you use it, you should own it. I might even drop an episode this week. You just never can tell. However, what I wanted to talk about a little bit before that was all this hyperinflation that's going on. If you follow me on social media, so of course on Instagram, the underscore YMIT underscore podcast on Facebook, the Young Millionaire Training Podcast on tiktok ymit underscore mindset then you may have saw a video i put out last week referring to how the acceleration of inflation had hit an all-time high since february of 1982 so of course i put out a minute long video on social media got a lot of feedback so i actually wanted to kind of elaborate on that for you all and get into it a little bit deeper because this is going to be directly applicable to all of us no matter your financial status it doesn't really matter you can be rich or poor and this is going to impact you granted it may impact you a little bit more if you're on the low income end of the spectrum but it's still going to impact us all the same so the video that I put out last week was referring to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That word still be wearing me out, y'all. Labor Statistics put out a video towards the middle of last week talking about how inflation has reached its highest acceleration rate in 40 years. So what that was referring to is the Consumer Price Index. The Consumer Price Index is a measurement of how much goods and services are going up in cost over a certain amount of time so it's done typically monthly they do it weekly monthly and yearly but they typically report it on a monthly and a yearly basis and then look back at it month over month year over year just to see how goods and services are changing so for 2021 the index went up seven percent so that means goods and services on average went up about seven percent in january of 2022 that just passed Goods and services went up by 7.5% annually, okay? So, the prices of items increased by 7.5%, okay? So, if you got a 3% raise, you're now at a 4.5% deficit, okay? Just to make that very clear to you. They gave you 3% more money, but you needed 7.5% more money to keep up with the cost of items. Another little quick note before I get into that. Between... 2017 and 2020 the cpi the consumer price index never went above 2.3 percent okay so from 2017 to 2020 it was under three percent historically in our country over the last hundred years 
the CPI does about 3% per year. So inflation is about 3% per year. Okay. And from 2017 to 2020, it was actually no higher than 2.3%. So we were actually moving at a pretty good pace, which is why so many things became so readily available prior to COVID. But if you've been following me for a while, I've been talking and predicting a crash of some sort since 2017 for this specific reason. Now, granted, I had no idea COVID was coming and I didn't know that was going to be the cause of the massive financial shift. But all of the signs were there just as they were with the 2000 dot com bubble and then the 2008 housing market crash. All the signs were there. Certain things that you look at so you all can start watching these things in the future. So whenever the economy is getting ready to make a downturn in a negative direction, you start to see things like RVs, recreation of vehicles. The sales on those start to go down. The sales on things like boats start to go down because that means people have less money to spend on items. So therefore, the sale of all these extra non-necessity items starts to go down so you can see that jet skis and things of that nature now where it may happen to be a little bit of issue in our you know in our community ain't none of us got no jet skis and boats and rvs <laughs> so we don't necessarily notice it as much but from a total and holistic economic picture you can notice those things first start to go and then everything eventually starts to follow that same trend that those sales and those items and revenues start to drop so i have been anticipating it beforehand now with that being said this consumer price index there's a few items that can be involved on it most items not a few but just some categories should i say so that's your foods and beverages so that's your grocery stores your groceries how much your groceries are costing how much the drinks that you cost that's when you go and you get that you go get the the six pack of sodas and last week it was two dollars and fifty cent this week is 275 or whatever the case may be these are those small items there so now with a 7.5 percent increase after just having a seven percent increase in 2021 you're essentially looking at if you go back to the end of 2020 you're now facing buying power of less than 15 percent or you lost 15 percent of your buying power with your dollar so you have food and beverages your housing that's your rent and your principal and interest on your mortgage portions. So those are impacted. You've all been hearing about how houses and rent payments have been going just kind of through the roof over the last year. It's really been about the last eight months where they made a jump. The housing market, for instance, in the last, in 2021, the prices of homes actually went up 16.9% on average. So that's major. Typically homes appreciate at the same rate as inflation, which is about 3%. So historically over the last 100 years, inflation has gone up about 3% and homes typically appreciate or go up in value about 3%. Also, just a little side note, I will get to this in a later episode, but there's no coincidence that homes appreciate at the same level or at the same rate that inflation is meant to appreciate. So you will notice that housing appreciation has almost an indirect direct correlation to appreciation and the reason i give that contradictory statement of indirect direct is because although there is a 
it was designed to have a direct correlation. It's not exactly a cause and effect situation. The housing market doesn't necessarily 100% impact inflation and inflation doesn't 100% impact the housing market. But the same factors caused them to happen at the same rate and it was designed that way, which is why when people are talking about building wealth and talking about doing things and talking about residential real estate, your house essentially functions like a forced savings plan that is also inflation proof is essentially what's supposed to happen there. So anywho, we will get back to that in another episode because I want to go deep dive into that. So I just want to stop on this particular little housing price piece and talk about how the housing prices were able to jump up the way that they were. And then we'll talk about inflation some more. So 2020 and COVID. So we all familiar with that. I don't have to go into that, fortunately. But COVID created the perfect storm for the housing market to push it to the level where it's at now. We're in 2021. It had a jump of appreciation in home prices of 16.9%. So how that kind of functions differently and how that impacted. So let's think about what went on. So COVID landed, everybody went into quarantine. So now everybody is home. Okay. So they're spending less money on gas which now means in transit, they're not eating lunch out as much because nobody's going anywhere. Nobody's going out to do things. They're not spending as much money on commuting each day or as much time because of this and being in their house. A lot of people now have more money readily available that they could use to do projects on their home and just needing something to do. So they were increasing the value of their home there. We had the different rounds of stimulus checks that came out. So it also made people think they had more money than they actually had when you're talking about injecting five, six, ten thousand dollars into somebody's home when they don't typically have that much money. And they didn't necessarily have anything to spend it on because a lot of people were still quarantining and they started to spend it in their home. Mix that also with now people, because they worked at home and their spouses worked at home and their kids were at home, they discovered that they needed a little bit more space if we're all going to be here all the time, which means we need more homes and we need more expensive homes. Also, because you're there more, you actually care more about your house and enjoying it. So you want your house to be potentially better then because now that you're not tied to commuting every day, you actually will live where you want to live at. And everybody was coming to all of these conclusions right around the same time, which put a pinch on the housing market because everybody wanted to sell or get into the homes. Oh, I missed a piece. This was the economic piece. That's the reason y'all here so I can tell y'all about some money. Interest rates were at an all-time low because the Fed dropped the rate to zero prime rate. And I'm going to have an episode specifically on prime rate so I can talk about how prime rate and the treasury rate functions and pushes interest rates. So when the Fed, as in the Federal Reserve, and no, they're not a government agency, but I talk about that in the prime rate episode. When they dropped that rate to zero and kept interest rates low at an all-time low where people were able to get new mortgages for low 2%, mid 2%, high 2%, in the twos, period, or even low 3%, 
which was an all-time low fun fact if you look it up in the 70s interest rates were like 17 percent on homes okay so i know people get a four percent interest rate and think they got a high interest rate no these are all-time low rates even still today so i'm gonna talk about some of those items as well so the other piece that's important with those interest rates was it made money extra accessible because interest rate was lower people were able to qualify for more because they did not have those commutes and they weren't spending as much money on entertainment outside of the home this now also gave people the opportunity to pay off debt which made them be able to afford additional prices of homes or be able to afford more money in the home or to spend on a home also in addition to that those stimulus checks that went out they were able to take that money pay off debt or even put that towards a down payment or closing costs or things that they typically would not have been able to spend all mixed with actually caring about their home more and being able to live wherever they want to and it just made houses really expensive because people were just willing to pay and they had the money available to pay so that's actually what kind of causes inflation when you have too much money but there's not enough stuff to buy so because people's incomes did not change initially there were some things afterwards but a lot of people's income did not change but the amount of items that they could spend money on since entertainment wasn't the same going out to eat wasn't the same traveling wasn't the same they didn't have as much money to spend to spend money on so the items that they do spend money on i.e groceries i.e homes i.e cars all these items jumped up in price a whole lot due to people overspending to compensate for the extra amount of money in their budget okay so that's part of how inflation is caused also inflation is caused through the amount of debt that people incur on a large scale so let me explain that and make sure you pay attention to me where here because this can get a little bit confusing so I want to make sure you catch up with me. So let's think about what happens when you take out a loan. We'll keep it easy. If you take out a loan for a dollar and they say, I give you a dollar, I want three dollars back in interest. So you pay a dollar and then you pay two dollars in interest for a total of three dollars. You borrowed a dollar, you paid two back, and then it was a total of three dollars that had to be returned. That dollar, once they give you that dollar is now worth three dollars. But it it doesn't have the buying power of three dollars okay and that's essentially what happens when you borrow money so the bank gives you say two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a home but they say when I give you this two hundred and fifty thousand you owe me four hundred thousand back you owe me four hundred and twenty five thousand back and then now multiply that by the millions of people in America that are homeowners and the millions of people that own cars and the million people that have credit cards and all these different things that's one of the leaders to inflation by having so much money borrowed okay so when you mix all the money that was inserted into the economy due to covid and then the already prevalent issue that we had in our economy on that one other piece I want to talk about, and I'm going to touch on this again. So I actually want to talk about how unhealthy the economy is so we can talk about how you can see the way that inflation has impacted our economy. Think about 
first Escalades. I like to talk Escalades because they're a simple one. So when Escalades first started being hot, getting popping in the early 2000s, that's when you had to put dubs on them in the early 2000s. They used to cost $50,000 brand new off the lot loaded, okay? That's what they were. You could just get it like that. Now, an Escalade brand new off the lot fully loaded can cost you $120,000. So you're talking in a span of 22 years at this point, if you're talking from 2000, you're talking that it went up, the price of it went up by $60,000. Now, of course, they have made additional improvements to it. You got your reverse cameras, and some of them are now self-driving on the highway. All the different safety features and upgraded this and upgraded that. But at the end of the day, it's still a vehicle, and is it really adding $60,000 worth of additional value to the car? Okay, so I'm not saying $60,000 worth of additional features, $60,000 worth of additional value in your life. Like at the end of the day, it's still a car that gets you from point A to point B. And for those people that got them hoopties and they talking about, that's right, it'll get you from point A to point B just like my car. Yes, but when it comes to fancy cars, nobody wants to be you. That's the difference, okay? But anyway, that's for another time. So it does not add $60,000 worth of additional value for you, okay? Let's take another industry, cell phones. So when cell phones first came out in the early 90s, cell phones were so expensive, they were about three to $5,000 for a phone, okay? And to the point that only super rich people, the businessmen, you had the big box phones that you carry around, big bag phones. Then it went to car phones. Then we got into the handheld cellular phones like we know them, the flip phones, the Nokias, the Razors, the Sidekicks, all that. And then the iPhone came out, this, that, and the third. Now we on what about iPhone 13, I think. That even the brand new out-the-box iPhone, now, what does it cost? $1,300? Maybe $1,200? It's still not as expensive as the initial cell phone that came out in the 90s, not even accounting for inflation. Because if you're just talking about $3,000 and then you put in inflation, that $3,000 is really something like $5,300 now. So cell phones are not even as expensive now as they were in 1990. So what does that really mean? Due to competition, due to making the processes more efficient and making the parts due to how accessible they are because they're accessible to anybody you can go in a store now and get a you know a cheap prepaid track phone for fifty dollars they're accessible to everybody there's lots of competition that's how economies in a free market like the american economy is is actually supposed to function things should get cheaper over time not more expensive okay now think about how many items in our economy function more like the Escalade and less like the cell phone where they get cheaper over time. Okay, so that lets you know how sick our economy really is. So back to the consumer price index. So we were talking about it has food and beverage. We talked about housing and kind of the housing market, how we got here. That includes clothes. That includes transportation. That's the car you drive, um, public transportation, all these different modes of transportation, flying. All those are going to be more expensive now due to the pandemic and due to all this inflation. And we're just at the tip of the iceberg for the prices of them 
going up, okay? So that's something else that you need to keep in mind as we move forward, okay? That we are just now getting to the tip of the iceberg on that. This also includes medical care, recreation. So TV, cable, you just see Netflix recently increased their prices. All these different services, all these different forms of entertainment that we're so used to are also going to continue to go up in price as inflation gets higher education we're definitely gonna have an episode some about student loans i promise i won't start yelling too much i'm joking i'm gonna yell because I, I hate student loans but the price of education can continue to go up the prices to get those skills or those trades trade schools those are going to start to go up you're going to see those start to increase in price so if you are anticipating on wanting to go to trade school sooner than later stop putting it off go ahead and do it okay back to the cell phone some of those different items you may even start to see those go up even in spite of having a healthy market okay even things like haircuts are going to go up pets taking care of your pets that's going to be more expensive even purchasing a pet is going to be more expensive the food for the pet that's also going to be more expensive all these items are going to continue to go up in price they already went up 7.5 percent in just january and we don't know how much more they may go up to offset everything that happened in 2020 okay so with everything i just said is what do i do i have to do something how do i prepare for it so i want to go through a few things that you can do to prepare for hyperinflation and this is not like a full comprehensive list because everybody has different lives okay but these are just a few things if you want something a little bit more specific and comprehensive for yourself Call me, schedule a consultation with me. We'll go over your particular your particular life and go into it a little bit deeper. So, a few things that you can do. One, pay off debt as quickly as possible, okay? So, it won't be the next episode, but the one after that, we're actually going to go into the debt freedom plan, okay? So, I will have a debt freedom plan episode, so stay ready and alert for that one, okay? The reason why you have to pay off that debt as quickly as possible as goods go up in price, you will have less money available. So your grocery bill right now may be $100, but to get the exact same items going forward, it might end up being $125, $150. So that's now $50 that you can't use to pay off debt like you had planned. So you want to go ahead and pay off debt as quickly as possible before the prices start increasing, okay? Which takes us to our next one. You want to cut back on wasteful spending okay i'm not saying just lock it down you can still buy some stuff that you enjoy but the last maybe 10 pretty much since 2013 so about nine years money has been relatively cheap relatively free the economy has been relatively good so you could buy a whole lot of them. not that you can't buy the louis bags and the gucci bags and the chanel purses and all that good stuff or but you need to start focusing your attention and your actions more on necessities and items for your house and I'm starting to make that transition because this could be very important which brings me to the next one you want to stock up on food and household products okay those perishable foods you want to make sure you get those now while they're cheaper because you very well may need them okay same thing with household products you're gonna need toilet paper y'all saw how the toilet paper got at the beginning of covid people went crazy for toilet paper don't be out there being people going crazy. Go ahead and stock up. Like when you go to the store now, 
grab an extra roll of toilet or not an extra roll, but an extra package <laughs> or extra rolls of toilet paper. OK, like go ahead and get that straight. All those household products, go ahead and stock up on them now. If it doesn't go bad over time or it takes a really long time to go bad, go ahead and just pick up an extra one now. OK, you don't have to do it all at one time when you go. Pick up an extra one, pick up an extra one, pick up an extra one. And you do that over the course of time, obviously you'll build up that store. Next one is look for ways to generate money. So look for things that are typically recession proof that will that you are able to generate money regardless of whatever may be going on. That can be a numerous things. Like if you want to cut people's grass, like that could potentially be one. Granted, as people have less money, they're most likely to want to pay for those kind of things. But still, Look for ways that you can generate money so that you can push some money into your budget to do some of those, that debt freedom plan. And also, on the next episode, I'm talking about people who had a busted budget, where the budget was busted like a can of biscuits, and ways that they can create money. So, listen to that one, and I'm actually going to go over a few ways. And once again, it's not an all-inclusive list, but I'll go over a few ways that you can create some money quickly if you don't necessarily have don't have any ideas currently another thing is buy used items when it's applicable to your situation so you can buy new stuff but if it's something that you could buy on ebay craigslist or even at a resale shop used do that just gives you another opportunity to save some money and get something that may be equally as good without having to pay full price for it just because somebody wants to get rid of it for whatever reason. Also, making sure to use cheaper forms of transportation when applicable. That's a little bit different right now just because a lot of people are working at home much more and working remotely more than they were before. So people's commute is not as strenuous and as frequent as it used to be. However, still, if you can use transportation or cheaper transportation, public transportation rather, if you can carpool or even move closer to work i'm always a fan of moving closer to work because just we're not meant to be in the car for two and three hours a day okay but next one this one is make sure you just listen carefully okay look at silver gold and crypto the number one thing about looking at those three or looking at investing or putting money there the number one thing is educate yourself on them before you buy anything okay let me say this again. Educate yourself on them before you buy anything. I will talk about crypto, but I actually want to have a couple of crypto experts on the show. I know about crypto, but I want to make sure that you all are getting the best information before you just kind of go out and start buying it. So I want to have some crypto uh, experts on the show that go in depth and talk about them a little bit more. OK, so make sure you educate yourself. OK, did you hear that before you buy them? educate yourself but the reason why i chose silver gold and crypto a few other ones but those three specifically these are not directly connected to the u.s dollar and so the u.s dollar losing or gaining value doesn't necessarily have a direct correlation it could but it's not guaranteed to have a direct correlation so just because the dollar goes down doesn't mean gold silver or certain crypto currencies will go down okay then also become more self-sufficient Okay, this going this may seem extreme, but we never know to what level that inflation may go. Keep in mind, for a four-year period, it never went over 2.3%, and then just last month, it went 7.5%. So you're talking over three times the inflation. We don't know, and we're just getting started. We don't know how much this could continue to 
increase, okay? So we don't know how extreme it could get, but just work on creating some of those more skills that can make you self-sufficient, like growing your own vegetable, hunting, fishing, doing those things that you can do that could supplement your household in ways that are cheaper than you just having to always go out and buy goods. And then lastly, have a strong security plan for your home. Once again, and I'm talking more extreme hyperinflation right now, but anybody that know me know I, I live in a fortress almost, but have a strong security plan. We don't know how bad it could get. People could get desperate. Fortunately, you're here, you're listening, you're getting your stuff together, but everybody's not going to be proactive. I also always talk about be more proactive than reactive. A lot of people are reactive. They're they're going to want that toilet paper. Y'all see how they act over toilet paper. You don't want them coming to your house trying to take your toilet paper, okay? So make sure you got a good home security system. Also, the price of that's going to go up as inflation goes up. So go ahead and get one now if you don't. Make sure you got your cameras, your defense items. Anybody that knows me knows I'm pro-2A. I'm pro-gun. I'm sorry if you're not pro-gun. I get it. Please feel free to have a conversation with me about it. I don't mind having a conversation about that. Not what we're here for, but... Just putting that out there. I'm super pro-gun. So if you want to have a conversation about it, reach out to me. But have some defense items. Make sure that you can defend your house, defend your items, defend your family. In case it just gets terrible and people start doing crazy stuff. You know how people do. And then make sure that you have a plan to go along with that, that security. And that your family is aware of it and you practice it and you go through it. My wife, she always laughs at me because I be running around the house like a ninja. Just making sure that we, we good and we're straight and ready to go. So just remember, worst case scenario, if you don't need any of this stuff and it doesn't get that bad, worst case scenario, you have a safer house and you have some food stored up, okay? And you got some now you got some gold and silver hanging around in, in a couple of new streams of income, okay? That's worst case scenario and, and you paid off all your debt, all right? So don't be worried if it doesn't get that bad and you follow these steps, nothing's bad gonna happen. Or nothing bad is going to happen to you from doing that. So we're going to wrap it up here for this particular episode. Also, this week, I'm dropping a busted budget episode. So if your budget busted like a can of biscuits and you was over, this next episode that I drop after this one is going to be for you as well. Until next time, stay up. Make sure to subscribe. Follow all the social media. If you need anything, you know where to find me. And until next time. Yeah, we'll go. Let's get to it.